Hello everybody, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the episode 62 of the K-Push Podcast. Today we have a very special guest, Jaden Hi, Grant. how are you guys doing? How are we doing today, Jaden? I'm good. I'm You're very good? good? Yes, I am. What, uh, you have this project that you've been working on for quite some yeah. time now. I hear, I hear yeah. it. It's through the grapevine, I've heard it through. What's going on with it? Um... Okay, so, you know, for, let's address the elephant in the room. Uh, I clearly, I it's not, you know, it did not come out on June 20th as I said it was going to. And honestly, and honestly, I just was really, like, busy and I just kind of procrastinated for, like, way too long. So, uh, but... Do you have a date for it? Honestly, I think, honestly... I'm going to try to finish it. On, I'm going to try to finish it before I, like, before, like, I, like, you know, at least before July or some way mid through July. But, you so know. So it's going to come out during July. It's it's probably going to come out during July. Probably July. Yeah, probably July. Okay. I don't know when, but I, I got to finish it. So it's a good estimated amount of time. Yeah. Okay. So what, what, what's, the one, the one thing is with the trailer, I want to ask you this, is what, how long did it take you to make the trailer? Did not, it... not even like an hour. It took really? me like 30 minutes. 30 minutes? I figured the trailer would have taken a shit ton of time. It's like, I, I it's you know, whenever I, like, when I made that trailer, it was like it's something that just instantly just like came to me. I didn't really take, it didn't take that long for me to, you know, like, you know, edit or take or choose and pick footage i just was like oh this looks nice let me add that in there and oh let me just you know take the pick the right music for that you know for that tone of like for the tone of the trailer but yeah like those trailers that i made it it kind of just took like um not that locked that not that long a time the first trailer i did i felt like i could have done better so like the one that i really like that i made like uh, like a while or like Months ago, I think that was like the better one because I actually like put more time and effort into what I was doing, and yeah, it's it, but the like the trailer process it didn't really take that long for me to do. I don't mean to sound like cocky or anything, but like it it really just comes so like like you know natural to me. No, 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 no. I completely understand what you're saying. Is that that might there's natural feels for this with the podcasting too. Every single thing yeah. you do, you're going to have some natural ability. At. One of my natural abilities is just having conversations with people. Like I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. I'm also pretty decent at editing. And then there are parts that you struggle at it with. So I'm assu- what's like, give an example of something you really struggled on with making the project. I think the one thing I struggled with was like just finding what to use and what not to use because like, so do you have somebody else looking over your shoulder? Oh no, nobody. No. So this is just this is you. all me. So one of the things that I've noticed because I I do a good amount of editing, especially with this, and I made YouTube videos in the past, is you don't know you you have an idea, yeah, and you don't know if it's good or not, yeah, and you kind of just have to go. Well, I like it. So I've always found it so much more helpful if you have another pair of eyes to literally just run through an idea with them. Is this good? Is this worth the time I'm going to put into it? Yeah. And then if they think it's good, then you know it's a good idea. Yeah. And then it's also helpful to throw out some of those bad ideas that you you have, which you don't even know are bad ideas. Yeah. Like like sometimes when I'm like – you know, doing something when it comes to like editing or editing just like a simple like, you know, clip or something. I'm just like 
do I really feel like this is going to, you know, work? And then like maybe like t- 10 minutes later when I'm not even doing something like I'm, I'm just doing, you know, something like normal. And I'm just like, I don't know, like playing video games or watching TV. I instantly think of a better idea. I'm like, oh, sh- right. oh, shit. Like, let me use that. Like, let me do that instead. Right. Like, why didn't I think of that earlier? It's like whenever like an idea comes to me that I know is better than the one prior, it always just happens naturally. I don't really it's like I don't think about it. Like, it's like I'm not thinking about it. It just comes into my head. Like, I think a best example is um, because during the pandemic, I don't know when, but I really got into editing, you know, stuff, editing. And uh, I used, um, I don't know which, oh, I know the, I know the first video that I watched. It's this YouTuber who makes like trailers, right? And he, it was like, it, it was like a trailer for Red Dead Redemption, but he used the music from Logan he used the Johnny Cash mm. song from Logan and he put it in there. And I'm like, whoa, this is actually pretty cool. So I started doing, I, I started doing, you know, some stuff like that. Like I made like a bunch of, like I have like a whole bunch of videos that I like of like, fa- like trailers that I made. Can we find them? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah. You can find them. We can. The, we can find it, them right now. It, it's Some of them are, are not public. It's unlisted. So I would have to like, cause like I didn't. Because you know, you know how YouTube is like the. F- no, 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 no. I know, I know what it's like, bro. I, I, I completely understand. Especially if you're trying to use some of those copyright stuff and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. It's really fucking complicated of, with YouTube. Yeah, there are like maybe three, three of them that What's I it actually. Called? Sorry, you can oh. keep talking right after this. I just want to find out what should I look up to find these videos. Oh, just go to you, go to YouTube, and um, do you, if you need me to like sign into my like into like my like account, I can, but. Just uh, do you, do you have any of them that are public? I think I have. I think I I think some of them are public. Just look look up uh, the world's biggest nerd, and uh, just go to channels and the 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 uh, profile picture. It, it has a it's a Kobe Bryant picture. So just like uh, <laughs> I love it. The world's biggest nerd. I spelled it wrong. That's okay. So yeah. So just uh, wait. Just just go to filter and then just go to like um like sorted channels. Filter and then or is it? Or is it? Or is it? Geek. I don't know. I, I I haven't been on that YouTube. I haven't been on that YouTube channel in a while. So let me let me just like double check and clarify that that's the one. Oh, it's world's biggest geek. My bad. It's geek. world. It's world biggest geek. I like kind of like nerd better. Not gonna lie. World's biggest nerd. I like geek though too. Yeah. World's I'm pretty sure you're editing this out, right? What this? Like the like the long process of getting. To oh like, no no no! This is all in. This is my. Oh no, that's not that's not it. This is not it. Yeah, so just go. This just my... get, no, no, just like go to filter and then just like go like go in the channels because like I'm pretty oh. sure a lot of like channels have the same name. As okay, me. yeah, no problem. You got to get the world's biggest nerd. You be the first. Uh, it's that that one. This one? Yeah, that's that one. Okay, hold on. Give me one sec. Because we're gonna be able, we can actually show them how to. I can show them. Give me one second. I gotta set it up. There we go. Okay. Here we look at that. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I don't know how to adjust it so it is, it is gonna cover our fucking faces. I do want right. to try and figure that out at some point how to fucking so it doesn't take up our entire screen, but like. What are you gonna do, right? Yeah. Um. So, like the first the first three videos that you like that you're looking at, like those are the probably like my personal favorites because like I really this like, three, like yeah, those like those first three. 
Hello, everybody. This is future K-Push talking here. What past K-Push doesn't understand during the Jaden Grant podcast is that by watching the trailer that is about to be played, it does contain copyright music. And past K-Push decides to watch this trailer, watch another Jaden's trailer that also contains another copyright video, and then we also can watch an Obi-Wan scene of the new Obi-Wan show. All three of those things got a copyright claim, even though that they're technically under the fair use policy because we are not making any money off of these videos. We also cut them into clips, give them credit, and we are also criticizing them, which means they fall under the fair use. YouTube's algorithm doesn't recognize this as fair use, and neither does Spotify. So I'm going back and I'm editing these clips. I'm going to be placing the first clip with this clip, of course, and then when we play the second trailer, and then when I play the Obi-Wan scene, I'm going to replace those clips with a video of me screaming the word penis. So if you are listening to this and wonder why you hear the word penis being screamed, that is why. If you are watching this podcast and you get a clip of me dressed in future different outfits, again, screaming the word penis, this is why. I am sorry I procrastinated doing this. I did not want to edit this podcast. I think this podcast was one of the best ones I've ever done. And I am ruining this podcast by adding these clips in, but I still want to get what I have this podcast out, even though that the final product had to be tampered with to go on the website. Anyway, goodbye. Did that so well, dude. Yeah. I mean, you fucking put work into that. I dude. Do you understand how how hard it is to yes. take audio? Yes, I do know. From... Yes, I do know. Because like you can tell, like people when... people don't know though. So please talk about how fucking difficult it is. Because I know, but the people watching they don't fucking understand. You do not understand no. how hard it is to take dialogue and splice it from the audio and put it into a video. It's hard as shit. Just this is hard enough. It is Finding hard. Finding some place to record the audio from so you have to get it from you you can't go on disney plus and like no screen record you, i can't i have to go on youtube, YouTube. and screen record it then i have to go on yep. this website add the add the odd add the video into it take the and and i can't and um i made an account and it says that oh you can mm -hmm. only like you know download search so and so so i got a screen recorded on safari then put it back into my file then put it into iMovie then i got to make sure that it's lined up perfectly and if it's and if you know and sometimes and it's not even 100% accurate so i have to like make sure that it's so i you can hear it perfectly so it's like it's so hard it is so hard to do that it's like the Actually, you you know what? Is it okay if I can show one more? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, there's 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 one more. Like, the and it's it's the it's it's the Joker one. I think and I said like you're gonna like this one because I mean I know Joker is like you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Penis. Snyder's cut. Just... You didn't. No. No.
I didn't. I watched the original Justice League. I didn't watch. Oh, Snyder you Cut. should. I mean, well, it look. Listen, the Snyder Cut. It's four hours, but like, it's honestly the best four hours I've ever like of a movie that I've ever watched. It's the best ever. That's all. Listen, really I know, I know, I know. The Snyder Cut gets that like a really lot high. of like high praise from Snyder Cut, like you know, stands. But like, I genuinely, when I watched the Snyder Cut, I I fucking loved it. I genuinely loved it because I I really am. I I'm a DC fan. Like I grew up, I grew up watching Static Shock and the Superman animated series and Teen Titans and like the Flash and you know Flash is my favorite you know superhero. And when I was when I saw the 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 Justice League that came out in 2017, I fucking hated it. It was ass. I was like, what is what is this? Then I understood the whole backstory as to like how that movie was made. And then I personally was like, well, the Zack Snyder has a version of this. I want to see it. And right. then when I first, and then when I saw it, I'm like, what the fuck? This is a fucking good movie. Why would DC and Warner brothers want to, want to scrap this version? And per, like, I think, I think this is the one, like this one, I know infinity war was my favorite, but like, this is also like, this is like my second favorite in the, in the music that comes with this. I think it speaks volumes because it's like it's called it's it's a song about smiling, but clearly it's depressing and it's like it's like leading to it, it, it it's impending doom or whatever. And it's yeah. like so I feel like, like that's why I I think I think as far as music choice, I think music speaks volumes to when you want to use it, like put it in a trailer for sure. Like music really speaks volumes, and I think that is a perfect example of like something that like I feel like if I if that came out in like a movie theater I would actually be like whoa this is actually like really really good like this is you clearly you understand what the plot of the movie is without even having that much dialogue and this is a trailer that doesn't have that much dialogue it only has like four or five lines but you can clearly see what this the movie is like about like you know what it's about you know yeah. what I mean yeah no 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 I know no, no, what you mean I mean you can Take a really shitty movie and give it a great trailer. Absolutely. Like, look at the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad is exactly what I was going to say. You can go and watch Suicide Squad and it's fucking shit. Yes. And we can all kind of agree that it's probably one of the worst superhero movies ever made. I want to say it's one of – I think it's possibly the worst. I, I have it's, seen, it's up there. I've seen, I've seen terrible comic book movies. I've seen – I've seen – Suicide Squad. I'm talking about the 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 James Gunn one is fucking brilliant. That that was that one was the awesome. Suicide Squad. That the Suicide Squad was fucking brilliant. That one's great. uh that yeah, one's Suicide Squad was was trash. Wonder Woman eighty four was trash. I know if I'm upsetting anyone that likes Wonder Woman, I'm sorry, but that movie is terrible. The first one was better. The first one wasn't even that good. I I mean I liked the first one, but the yeah, second but like, one was pretty bad. There's there's a difference between oh it's a good movie and it's a good superhero movie. Yeah. Wonder Woman, the first one was a good superhero yeah. movie, and the but the only reason it got fucking that much attention was because it was the like the first uh, female superhero movie, which. But, Sucks, but I mean, as far as but, far, I mean, but for the first like superhero movie of like DC, because I mean, Elektra came out like years ago, but no one likes to talk about that. But like for it being, I think Gal Gadot did a great job, mm -hmm. and I, I feel like I feel like I could watch it like or like if it were to come on on TV, I'd watch it and I'd be like, well, like, this is still. Like, I feel like I can genuinely enjoy the movie. Whereas you know, Wonder Woman 1984, it just fails. Like it just fails at like the writing. It fails. The message fails, and I feel like they kind of do a disservice to God, to um, um, wonder to Diane 
uh, Diana, like, as a character, I feel like they really just, you know, dropped the ball with her character, and it sucks because I actually do like Wonder Woman. I think she's one of the best female, and not just female, she's one of the best superheroes of all time. And you think that? Yeah, I think she's. I think really? she's one of the best. I because like I do like her story of like of of a you know of a warrior who is um, you know from a from an island that's just filled with you know no one but women, but it still sees the good in people and still inspires hope into other like you know into like other. She's like she's like Superman, but more you know of a warrior than a, than a, than a beacon of hope. Like she's a warrior, but she's a beacon of hope, but she's also like a warrior. And I think like, you know, I, I feel like, you know, a lot of like female superheroes, you know, like Captain Marvel, I feel like Captain Marvel is like, if here, I feel like Wonder Woman, the difference between Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel is Wonder Woman. I feel like someone can look up to, um, Wonder Woman and feel like, and then watch Wonder Woman and be like, this is a good movie. Whereas Captain Marvel, it tries to be a whole lot of things instead of trying to make us like the character. You know what I mean? So wait, hold on. You talking about the character themselves? Or no, I'm talking about the movie. I'm talking okay, about the movie okay, because okay. Captain Marvel well, and, and and Captain Marvel and Captain Marvel. I mean, isn't even a good superhero movie. It's not a good superhero and, movie. Like when you say that, it's pathetic because it's not hard to make a good superhero movie. They're formulaic. You have a bunch of CGI. The only thing that you need to make a good superhero movie. Is a big budget. That's that's literally it. I think, and but if I you think have a big budget. You and me could shoot up, uh, shoot a very good superhero movie, and I legitimately believe that that you and me, yeah. could make like a really tight good superhero movie. Yeah, good movie, maybe. maybe I genuinely not. and Harder like to do. what stinks is that like it's it's not even like a good movie to watch. Like you know, well, I mean, it it has some things that I do like. I do like Captain Marvel's like best friend Monica. I think her name's Monica. I thought she was great. I thought, um, but I mean, Brie Larson obviously is doing, a, you know, she's doing what she has to do. Like, I, I don't, I'm not discrediting Brie Larson or anything. She did what she had to do, but I feel like the writing for a character was really just like what what made the movie not as enjoyable. I feel like they really dropped the ball on Brie Larson's well, character. The thing is with Brie Larson is that she is working with a terrible script. Yes, yeah, she is. She's working with uh, people who don't probably understand her superhero that well. Yes. She's working with people who probably don't care about her superhero that much. And then on top of that, I don't think Brie Larson is a 10 out of 10 Christian Bale actor who's going to come out and start fucking swinging at acting roles. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not expecting Brie Larson to be like, um, you know, Christian Bale or right. Ben Affleck or, um, you know, Scarlett Johansson or... or uh... Scarlett Johansson's... In, a good actor. Yes, yeah, she is. She's not great. But, she's not. She's yeah. not up there with Christian Bale. Yeah, There's but like, I, but like, acting. I feel. I and I. I kind of feel bad that like because of Captain Marvel, people just don't care about like you know because of like Captain Marvel not being liked by a lot of people. They just like. I, I genuinely want to see Brie Larson in a good Marvel film with the right people writing like you know the script for her. But the the first two movies that she was in, she wasn't really likable. And not only that, her um, Brie Larson. Uh, the, this doesn't really help at all. Is that she's not that likable in real life? In real life, well, I, I mean, I don't really know. She like, seems that much annoying. About she seems very annoying, and like I, I don't know her personally. Maybe she's completely different, but she just seems, uh, you know, like that type of annoyingness that just fucking pisses you off. Like get the fuck away from me. Well, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm just going off of what I. I'm only just going off of like you know what I've seen. Like I personally. 
I want. I mean, I want to see Brie. I want to like Brie Larson's like Captain Marvel character. I just hope that you know in the ne- in, her, in the next sequel they do do better with her character because I do want. I don't like the fact that I don't like a superhero that I watch. You know what I mean? Right. I and it's and especially consider and and you know and and it really it kind of makes me feel you know like worse that I you know like Captain Marvel who is a female superhero that I just don't like her character because I don't want to because like you know this doesn't it, it makes me feel like oh am I am I am I sexist or anything am I sexist like no. or something no, that's like not am, I, because... am I am I am I like am I a, do I feel like an asshole because I don't like Captain Marvel it's like I mean I don't want to you know feel like that I mean. There are other female superheroes in the MCU that I do love. I mean, I love Black Widow. I love Scarlet Witch. I love Maria Hill. I love um, uh, Mantis. I love Gamora. Gamora's a fucking badass. Gamora is it's like one of the best parts of Guardians of the Galaxy. But it's like when it comes to Captain Marvel, I felt I legitimately felt like, damn, like am I am I like I feel like an asshole for not liking Captain Marvel. Like, what's wrong with me? No, you're definitely a hundred percent not a fucking asshole. Captain Marvel is just not a good written character, and she's not played by a very great actor. I'll give you a fucking perfect example. Fucking Laura from Logan. The little girl. She, she was amazing. She was fucking incredible. She was incredible. If you, if, if you watched that movie, and you looked at me, and you said, yeah, you know what? Laura bored me. I'm going to look at you and call you a sexist. But the reality is, is that... When you see an unremarkable character like fucking Laura, and Laura's probably the best female superhero in all of superhero movies. I think the best part I think the best part about her character is that even though she doesn't speak English or she I mean she can speak English and but I mean she she is able to say like a few words in English but she's like she's a She she chooses not to. She chooses she she chooses not to to speak, but you can you can feel you can feel and see what she's feeling based, simply based off of her emotions. I like a character. I love those kind of characters that don't talk, but you can clearly see what like what they're feeling, what they're saying without having to say a word. Yeah. Like I don't know if you. I don't know if. And I'm, I'm talking about like the. I don't know if you've watched the boys, but if you if you have watched the boys and you've and you know the character that I'm that I'm talking about, she doesn't say a word. She's a she Kimiko. speaks sign she speaks sign language, but you can still feel and see what. You know what she's talking about, and that's what makes her character great. Not she, she doesn't have to talk to be good. I mean, sorry, let me rephrase that. Her talking doesn't make her uh, make her character good. It's what her characteristics. If she, the fact that she is a mute, but you can still understand and feel where she's coming from, makes her character and her makes her character great. Like just be like just I mean, you don't. Have, I mean, what's another? Um, well, here's the thing too with these Marvel movies is that they're. Mostly written by men, yeah, and because a couple reasons. Number one, men want to work with other men. Men don't yeah. necessarily always want to work with women, yeah, um, which is unfortunate. But I mean, that's just like what it, I mean. And, and also, a lot of women don't want to work on superhero movies. That's true too. So women aren't that as interested in the superhero movies as much as other men are. So you have two of those things working together. So a lot of them aren't. Men. So when you're writing female characters, you should always have a female. Yeah, you should, because like a a man writing a woman compared to a, um, uh, it's the same thing though. It's the exact same thing. What's a was Birds of Prey directed? Was Birds of Prey written by a woman? Um, I'm not exactly too. Because if it was, then it, it explains why it's so good. Because women writing writing women makes sense. Men, us men writing like you know how women should act. It doesn't make any sense because we're we're perceive, we're writing how we perceive them instead of how women 
are like uh, based off of like their own experiences. It just doesn't make any sense. And considering that, I'm not surprised that Disney has men writing women. I mean, it's just it, I'm not surprised. I think Disney's a fucking you know terrible ass company, and it's just you know I, I'm just I'm not surprised. But um, I'll get more on that later in in in, in, an, in another topic because I actually have a lot of things. I have something that I've been wanting to say for so so long, and it has something to do with Marvel and everything else. But I'm just gonna wait till we're done with this to- with this topic with the subject. But like. Yeah, like, I feel like, you know, men, when it comes to superhero movies or, or anything that uh, rather, and it's like a female lead, I feel like men shouldn't be writing their characters, should be women, because they, cause they know more than, than we do. They know more than we do. Well, you can definitely have a man, man write a woman, because it's still just a character. Some of the best characters aren't even, uh, like, there's, this is always a perfect example, the, um, one of the best female protagonists ever is the girl from Alien. Oh, Sigourney Weaver's character. Yes, I've yes. never, I've never seen those movies, but like I know, I I know what you're talking about that like, character was supposed to be a man. That that was oh the, really that character was supposed to be a man. Yes, and this has always been like the famous example is. Your character really shouldn't even matter if it is a boy or a girl. You're, yes, so exactly. That's, that's the other thing. Yeah, but if you're going into those. Uh, Sort of emotions. Okay, of, well, yes, emotional why or emotions? Then, and, then yeah, I feel like that's warranted. You shouldn't even like you should. You can have a room full of guys, even, but you should at least have like a girl there. Is what I'm yeah, saying because yeah. you just you, you need another like we were talking about. You need another pair of eyes. Yeah, and you do. if you have a female's perspective, they bring in a different type of perspective that other men just don't. And that goes vice yeah. versa. If you have a room full of females and they're writing guy characters and you're getting into guy emotions, that's gonna look fucking terrible on screen. And we know how that looks on screen. Those are all those cheesy romance movies. That's what they fucking <laughs> are. But you need. Like a man in that room. You need like a, just a man in that room going over some of the decisions and vice versa. You need a female in that room going over some of the decisions yeah, because you just it, – it brings a new perspective in every – and when you're creating like an, a legitimate story with legitimate human beings – you need help creating characters. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have like opinions from like you know from a man and from a woman. Like you, like uh, it, they should you know offer their insight without it having like I feel like yeah you're right because even though it, it, you know a bunch of women can write a character uh, you know write you know care like and you know make a character and write you know certain characteristics, but you should have you know if they're writing a if a woman is writing a um you know a man a man should offer insight. If a man's writing a woman, women should like, it should mm-hmm. it, there, it, there shouldn't be you know this is like oh it's my way or the high like like it, yes. they should be offering some insight. And I know you mentioned, but I one of, I think the character that I was thinking of was Sarah Connor from the Terminator like movies. And I'm talking about I'm, I'm talking about from the first two the other three the last I don't even consider no, no, but like Sarah Connor Sarah Connor in the first mo- in the first Terminator movie she was you know she was she was a helpless you know waitress who was getting chased by like a by a freaking you know murdering psychopath robot yeah and but at the end like you can see her you you can see her you know you know you know just like. Listen, this this thing is coming after me, and I have to I have to take matters into my own hands. I may be scared, but I have to. It's like life or death 
I have to. It's either I'm gonna die or that thing's gonna die. Right. Uh, and then in this ter- in Judgment Day, you can see, I that the, the seed was planted in the first one that she was gonna become a badass. In the second one, she's a badass. Like right. you, but you can see the the you can see the progression, you know, coming. It wasn't like it just it, she just became like you know you know like a hardened like warrior out of nowhere. Like you right. can see it gradually building up, and then in the second one they build it up properly. And they and she's like one of the she's like one of the coolest female characters in in cinema history. Like when I think of greatest female characters in cinema history, Sarah Connor is one of them because Sarah Connor is a great is a great character. She, you know, she knows that the, that the, the end of the world is coming. She wants to make sure that her son is you know safe and secure because he because he is destined to be the leader of the of the resistance against the Terminators and. She she has flaws, but at the same time, you understand where she's coming from. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, I think I only saw the first Terminator movie. You need to watch Judgment and, Day. Judgment Day is amazing. Second half of the second Terminator movie. You need. I don't think I finished the second. You Terminator have to movie. watch Judgment Day. Judgment Day, like, is one of the greatest sequels of ever of, of all time. Do I need to watch it though? Well, if you need, you need to watch it to gain to gain context on the first one because it does talk. It does. Have elements from the first movie that do play into the sequel. If you, you, but you can watch Judgment Day, and that's and after that, you just don't have to watch any. Those things movies. get so confusing, though. I mean, with like Alien Two, like I saw the first two Aliens, and I think I'm okay now. I yeah. like both of them. I like the first Alien way more, but I mean, it's you know, I don't need any more Alien. Yeah, I got it. Right. But, so I feel oh. like that way, that way with Terminator Two. Go yeah, on, but I, I have I have a question. So I was talk. We were talking about Disney earlier. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think Disney is ruining cinema? Um. All right. This is a very handed discussion. I wanted to get right back in. So we'll, I'm gonna remember that. We'll both remember yeah. that because that's like a 45 minute discussion. Yes. Um. You. We were talking about before we started watching your videos. You were talking about getting obsessed with editing. Yes. We were both sort of talking about that. Yeah. I've been. Um. Thinking of a project I I wanted to be working on, I wanted to take. Do you, have you seen Reservoir Dogs by Quentin Tarantino? Uh, no, I don't you, think so. You have to watch. I've, I'm Dogs. not really. I, I have. I've only watched the Kill Bill movies. Mm-hmm. I've never really watched like you know, uh, uh Pulp Fiction or mm-hmm. uh, I or um, Inglorious Bastards or. You gotta um, see all those. Yeah. All those movies you gotta see. So, but there's a and have you watched Breaking Bad? Um, so I've taken a break, but I need to, I got to finish. Okay. I have to finish season okay. one. Okay, well, then this is going to be an easy discussion. There's, um, a scene in Reservoir Dogs. It's a very famous scene, um, with one of the very famous shots. And then Breaking Bad does a reference to Reservoir Dogs, and they redo that scene. And then in Ozark, they redo the Reservoir Dogs scene as well. So there's, like, uh three different pieces of film that all have like very similar scenes and I want to take it and do like a film study on it and kind of in that and analyze, analyze it. all three of those scenes and which ones all the all that type of good shit and I haven't started it because of the fact that it's going to take like 40 hours plus 40 hours to talk about it or 40 hours to edit to edit make it write the script Oh yeah, absolutely. Everything. Absolutely. Fucking Lutely, dude. At least forty hours. Could probably be sixty hours. <laughs> sixty. Jesus so Christ. 
I mean, it's it's gonna be so long. But when you're in that process and you're in it, you get so obsessed with yeah, it. Yeah, you're sucked and in. When you are done editing, you're not really done editing. You're not. Your brain is so focused on the project at hand that you are just constantly thinking about it. So when you were saying like you would play video games and all of a sudden you get an idea for your video. I totally fucking relate to that. Yes. Where I'm like, holy shit, you're just – and the best thing is is when you get a problem solved. When you have a problem and yeah. you work on it for like 45 minutes, you just say, fuck it. I can't figure it out. And then all of a sudden you think of a solution to that problem while you're like playing video games or whatever. Yeah. You just want to throw your controller down and run downstairs on your computer and start fucking working on it. Yeah. It's crazy how obsessed I get with it. So I mean, you probably you've probably gone on that like a fucking bunch working on this nah, documentary. Yeah, like when I when I edit something, like I don't I don't think I'm done. I don't like when I'm when I rewatch it. Are. When I rewatch it, I still think I there's something I gotta fix, even though I think it's perfect. I still feel like I, there's something I need Never. to you know finish or or like you know retouch. Because like I it's like oh maybe I could just trim it maybe like point two seconds to make it mm -hmm. more like just. But, but yeah, like when you're editing, you're never done. Even when you're the final product, you're still like, oh, I, uh, I feel I like I could have, I could have changed that. This, I could have done that. this. There's so many little like nuances that you think you could have changed that would make it so much better, and you just are never fully satisfied with the final product. Yeah, ever. Even with this yeah. podcast, I'll have very great podcasts. Even this conversation right now, I'll rewatch it for my promo. I will be like, "Well, I should have asked Jaden this. I should have yeah. said this to Jaden. I didn't word that correctly." Yeah. Right now, I'm trying to stop saying like, um, and and. Oh my god. I mean, it's so terrible. I say like and you know way too much. Oh my god, it's fucking horrific. It's terrible. And the thing is, when you do the solo podcast, changing from topic to topic becomes. Harder Very difficult because you don't have anyone to bounce off with, exactly. so you have to just like you know rely on yourself to just like know when to change the exactly. subject. And having those like and and ums just fucking make the process easier to record. But when you listen back on it, it sounds fucking it god awful. It does. You just start seeing um and like like just twenty four seven. Yeah. So. It becomes very difficult to listen to, so I try to be. I'm trying to pay more attention to that while I record with people, and also by myself. I will have like a little list, and I'll try and catch myself every time I hear. Yeah. Like and and um, so I'm getting a little bit better with that, I think. Yeah. But, so, editing. You wait, do you ever want to be an editor? And do you want to do anything with editing? Cause Honestly, because I want to. I want to be. What I've seen. I definitely want to be like a sports analyst, but if honest, honestly, I think there's editing in that. Yeah, there is. There's like, a lot of editing there, in sports clips. Like if there, if I, if that like doesn't turn out to be what I want to do, or actually, you even can, if, even if like I don't become a sports analyst, I can just start YouTube and just you know do it on do it myself. Do it yourself. Like just do it, do my, it yourself. Myself. I mean, that's a lot of risk, and like, like you've seen here, I've been working on the same. We're sixty-two episodes in. I barely have like any viewers. Like, it, it takes the so... algorithm is so like it's like you oh it's it, you can make the best video and it only gets like ten views. Yeah. But then you'll make a video that you won't expect to blow up, and it does. And it does. Then it, but, and then they're does. expecting you to just you know this... copy that formula. But yeah. it's like it's not how it works. The YouTube algorithm is so like t like it's so hard to figure out. Like when you cracked it, it's like I figured it out, and that's what I'm gonna yeah. do. 
Yeah. And I mean, the weird thing is, like, when you do stuff like this, you just get in the mode of just like, well, I'm just going to keep going. And they always say success is always very hard work met with a little bit of luck. So, like, when you're in that stage of where I am right now, I'm just pushing podcasts out, pushing promo videos out, which you're probably going to, if you ever get into sports analysis, you're going to get in these, whatever, whichever format you could do. I think you could have your own podcast just talking about sports. Yeah. I really do. I'm sorry that I'm not the best guy to come on here and talk sports with. Maybe you and Sam can get on here one day and you yeah, guys can just definitely. talk sports for an hour and a half. But um, you could have legitimately have your own podcast just talking about sports. Yeah. And then you could push out your own clips. You could edit those and God knows what. I'm sure at ESPN though that they need fucking editors. Yeah. I- I'm positive that they need those. So yeah. you could go work there. I mean, there's so many fucking things to do, man. There's so there many is. things, there so many options. Is. Especially now with the internet, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, you want to get into do do I think Disney is ruining cinema? Yes, I. So I I genuinely and this and this anything anything goes with this conversation. We don't even have to be talking about like Marvel. We can be talking about Disney, Disney Plus. Cause just because I genuinely want to know, I want to ask someone who is very well, uh, like a like a like a movie junkie and a TV junkie, just mm-hmm. like just like myself. So I I genuinely ask you, do you think Disney is ruining cinema? So I don't know if they're ruining cinema. I don't know if that's the case. I really, I I don't think that that's the case. I don't think that they're they are ruining cinema, and I think that there's more good cinema now that there has ever been in the history of. You're time. right. You're right. Um. It, is that coming from movies? Are there as good as movies? Probably not. The TV shows right now are fucking stellar. From Disney Plus? No, no, no. Oh, no, no, Dis- no, no, no. oh you no, mean no. like TV talking, shows? Like- I'm talking about all TV shows. Oh, absolutely. Right now. Yes. There's so many things on my list to watch that I just can't keep up yes i'm like right now i'm on better call Saul. i watched orange is the new black orange is the new black was pretty good I, yeah. right now i was told to watch barry i have to watch succession i, I need to watch barry i want to watch barry so bad apparently i need to watch like there's another tv show i haven't even seen westworld yet um there's so many fucking tv shows out yes. right now it's so crazy, and I'm watching so many. There's Attack on Titan. I'm watching. Yeah. There's Close Enough. I'm watching Peacemaker. I'm watching Peacemaker's the amazing. Peng- Penguin's gonna come out. Fucking, we got Boba Fett this year. Like, there's so many TV shows. Theaters but, yeah. though. Theaters. I think that's they a have whole ruined theaters. Like, okay, so ruined. you so you think Disney ruined like like movies? Ru- movie theaters are dead because of Disney. That yeah, that's what I I feel like I should have reworded that because like I think this is I and honestly we are at fault of this because for sure we, we are, are at fault of but this. But here's the thing though, you and me are 18 years old. You the people that are fucked up was the 18 year olds in 2010 who decided to go watch fucking every Marvel movie that was yeah. coming out instead of going to fucking. I don't know. Fucking Wes Anderson movies. Yes. Instead of going to Christopher Nolan movies. Instead of going yes. to like 
fucking all these incredible fucking absolutely and directors that we had and now we're not we're not seeing that many new directors pop up we're not there's not that many we're not what can can you name there's jordan peele but jordan, jordan peele yep but he didn't get his start up in film he did there's been no crazy new directors who popped up with film yes there's not been one there has not. I, do, I can't name one. You have the Duffel Brothers with Stranger Things, the but, Duffel they, Brothers, but yeah. they weren't movies either. Yeah, they weren't. They so, started with TV. Like, you can't have a Quentin Tarantino nowadays. You can't. And that's, to me, is terrifying. Because, yeah, and I think because, you know, I, I grew up I grew up with the, with the golden age of TV and movies. I grew up with, like, Spider-Man, the, Ra- the Raimi Spider-Man I grew up with. You know, uh, the Dark Knight. I grew up with. Um, we came after the nineties. We came right yeah, out. Yeah, we after came the 90s. right out. Yes, and the nineties film is just fucking incredible. Yes, nineteen, I nineteen ninety nine may be still the best year for movies of all time. The Matrix. History. The you Matrix. The Matrix. You have um, this one girl. Uh, what what was it? My girlfriend showed me this movie, Girl Interrupted. That came out in 1999. Fucking crazy movie. You've probably never heard of it, but still fucking fantastic. You have – there was a Quentin Tarantino – I think – was that Pulp Fiction? Did Pulp Fiction come out in 1999? No, it came out in 1995, I think. 1995. So there, there was – um. There was a, another big movie that came out in 1990. It might, it might have been – no, Kill Bill came out in 2003. Kill Bill came out in 2003, I think. But no, like 1999 had some really big bang. 1999 had some bangers. You have 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, I, I mean, I know, I know, I know, I know um, The Phantom Menace came out, but like that's like, you know, not liked by that many. I mean, I personally like The Phantom Menace, but. Oh, Star Wars Episode One came out in 1999. The Sixth yeah. Sense came out in 1999. Yeah. The Green Mule came out in 1999. Uh, American Beauty came out in 1999. Uh, the Matrix came out in 1999. Fight Club. Uh, Fight Club came out in 1999. I knew that's the movie I was missing. Fight Club. I knew it was like a David Fincher uh, or uh, Quentin Tarantino movie. The Blair Witch came out in 1999. Uh, obviously, I already said The Matrix, but that's fucking ginormous, so big. Um, Girl Interrupted, I already said. Uh, the, but the, I mean, even that, yeah. that's like five fucking ginormous. You have Fight Club, The Matrix, and American Beauty all came out in the same year. Yeah. How about that? But yeah. Plus, you have fucking The Green Mule, and like just all those other fuck The Sixth Sense, are you kidding me? Yeah. That came out too? Yeah. Like fucking crazy. uh, American Pie came out in 1999. Um, There's so many fucking movies came out in 1999. Yeah, and you know, with, and yes, I'm a a superhero like nerd. I'm I'm not afraid to say I'm a superhero nerd, but this is the problem. This is the problem that like Disney is feeling to under, like that, you know, we're not that some people are are failing to understand and grasp the concept of because we all we all grew everyone and their mom saw avengers everyone everyone even my grandmother who doesn't even watch um marvel movies she watched avengers with me we we me my dad my brother me me my two brothers my mom and my dad and our grandmother our grandmother came to watch avengers with us in theaters everyone and their mother watched, saw loved avengers it was it's, it was universally loved, and that changed everything for cinema. Because ever since Avengers, 
Disney cracked the formula with how to make a cinematic universe. And ever since then, I feel like movies now are trying to copy the same formula and try to make in, in a cinematic universe when they don't have to. No. There are certain movies that don't need a sequel. There are certain movies that don't need a branched universe. Because, you know, one of my favorite movies that I just want to sit down and watch and genuinely feel good is The Fucking Lighthouse. The Lighthouse is a good movie. It is one of my favorite movies of all time, and it's and I think it's one of the greatest films ever put to fucking cinema. And it came out the same year as Avengers Endgame, but yet Avengers Endgame gets more love and praise because it is you know the cinema. It's the culmination of the entire MCU. But I'm telling you, either either it came out in 2020 or 2019. Either way, the the Lighthouse is one of the greatest films ever made, and it's probably one of the best psychological thrillers ever made. What uh, what was it? You, the lighthouse. That's uh, Robert Pattinson. Yes, Robert Pattinson and Willem, Willem Dafoe. Dafoe. Yes, I saw that movie. Movie's good. Movie's good. I liked it. It was a little weird for me. But that's, that's weird. I loved. I okay. loved that it was weird. Here's the thing, though. If we're talking about like movie wise, the lighthouse over any single Marvel movie all day every day. I'm taking that. Uh, yeah, any day like, of the week. That's not even a fucking comparison. Yes. Like you have the lighthouse is for me a good movie. That's like. I probably give it like a seven out of ten, but that's like comparing it to like Pulp Fiction and okay. The Dark Knight. Yeah, that's comparing like it to like you know the the, 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 the heavy hitters, the, the heavy, heavy hitters, hitters. Yeah, seven out of ten. That's better than any fucking Marvel movie, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, there's not a Marvel movie that stands up to like one of the big heavy hitters, other than Logan. Logan's the only. Logan one. is amazing. And Logan's and a ten out of ten. The, some of the X Men movies. A lot of the X Men movies are genuinely just good movies. Yeah, but but yeah, like you know, I I probably I, I didn't really like explain my like my explain myself with the cinematic universe though. But like no 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 no, I think I think but yeah, because like got what you were trying to say. Yeah, because like a lot of movies now are trying to be a cinematic universe. Even Star Wars is trying to do that now, and it's like it's like we're watching. It's it's like we're pretty much watching the same movie just with different like characters, and it's 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 unfortunate that Marvel movies are the ones that are it's the new norm. Like superhero movies are the new norm now, but we don't really pay that much attention to other films that you know are genuinely put together and um and that are that that like they're brilliant. I mean, I didn't um, and I watched I did watch the Oscars. I watched the Oscars. I watched the entire thing. And you and three other people. <laughs> yeah, I watched the I watched the Oscars, and you know there were certain moments where I'm just like, like what happened? Like, well, first of all, I don't even think any of the film critics even watched most of those movies that got nominated. No, I'm not. Even, I'm not fully even convinced because you Who can't is judging it. This is part of the problem. Who the fuck are the judges? Can you name a judge from the Oscars? Like, name one. The, like the. The people who were like hosting it or the judges? No, 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 the judges. I don't know. I don't know who you are the watched, judges. Wait, you're telling me that you watched the entire Oscars and you can't name a single judge? Do you see the fucking problem with that though? Yes. Do you see the fucking problem with that? Yes. That's fucking insane. You can't even give me a first name. No. Because they don't fucking want you to know. No. It's fucking insane. No, I These, don't. If you are a judge at the Oscars, you should have your entire YouTube channel 
all about reviewing movies. Yes. You should be watching every single movie that's coming out. That should be your job, is you go to the fucking movie theater, even when you don't want to, and you're writing a fucking review yes. every single day. And you want to know what pisses me off the most? Is and you can't even name a first name. Yeah, do you want to like, know what... You want, did you want, do you want to know what pissed me off about the Oscars? The fucking animated movies are for kids line. I hated it. It made me want to lose my shit. I never in a million years thought that animated movies were meant for kids. Never. I never thought that. I thought animated movies are something that kids could watch, right. but they're not meant for kids. And when and, and it doesn't make it any better. Let me let me let me let me mm-hmm. just cuz you you keep going. I want you to explain something. It doesn't make it it doesn't make it any better that that three Disney princesses of live action were talking about, and it, it, dude, and for the and and and, and it, it just makes more sense that oh that okay that yeah, you have three Disney judges, three Disney Disney um Disney princesses presenting an award for best animated film, and uh, and uh and Kanto won it. It's not surprising. I'm not. I wasn't surprised. I was disappointed because Encanto, in my opinion, is really just not a good movie. It's a well. Hold on. It's a it's a solid movie, but it's not like an Oscar nominee and winner worthy animated film. There are a lot of animated films, like one one animated film that got nominated. Hold oh, on, hold yeah. On, hold on. So you you were talking about the Oscars. I think I lost you there for a second. Yeah, sorry, um, I, I, no, I went off topic. You're good. You're good. You went on a little rant. Yeah, rant. I wanted to let you go, but you said the um, what was it? Kids animated movies. Yes. So do, is that the – are you saying that that's the only like uh, category that they had for animated movies was animated movies for children? No. it's It, it wasn't like best animated films for kids, it, but it, it's like the whole – but even the, even the people who were presenting to you, the awards said that animation is a kid's form. And it's like, so no, that's not, that's not it's true. It's not – so wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So it's not – the category though is animated it, movies yes best animated movie best animated movie and the people at the oscars were saying that animated movies are only for children yes that is fucking absurd that is absurd because that is do you understand absurd. do you understand how many because people fail to understand go watch anim- anime Exactly. People Go watch Invincible. People, what the fuck are you talking people about? fail to understand that animation it's not a genre, it's a form of art. It is yeah. a form of art. 100% agree. Because Into the Spider-Verse in my opinion should have been got should have gotten nominated for an Oscar for best film. It should have. Mm-hmm. Not not and it's not because, you know, it's a kids movie. Kids Dude, do you, like Spider-Man Spider-Man is not for kids. Spider-Man is for everyone. Spider-Man is meant for it's it's meant for it's meant for people like me, people like you, women, gay people, um, you know, people people of color. Like it's meant for any any everybody. Anyone Spider-Man is for everybody. Anyone could be Spider-Man. That's the theme of the movie. Anyone can be Spider-Man and anyone can put on the mask. And you cannot tell me that it's just simply dumbed down to, oh, it's a kid's movie because it's animated. That's not, no. Animation is a form of art. It's a, it's a form of art that you can't do in live action, but you can do animated. And there are movies that are, yes, they are a kid's movie that's animated, but that doesn't mean that it's a kid's movie. Soul is one of my favorite Pixar movies, and I don't even think mm. it was meant for kids. It's meant for adults. Eh. 
I mean, well, well yeah. Okay. But the, the 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 theme of soul, I feel like, resonates with people who are like with adults rather than kids. Yeah, no, no, and no, no, I think no, no, I think that about, was probably is... the last movie that was made by Disney that I genuinely enjoyed because I actually felt something that was for that was for people, you know, like us who are about to be, you know, adults. But it genuinely made me upset that you know they 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 really just said they just flat out said. Oh yeah, animations for kids. Like fuck the people who put their time and their effort to you know put their 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 hard their hard their hard their their blood, sweat, and tears into something that they genuinely thought was going to be perceived and liked by everybody. But nope, it's just the kids. It's just the kids genre. Well, the thing is with the, um certain kids movies is you want the best kids movies are the ones that the adults can watch too. That's always the best one, and I always go back, and so does everybody else. The initial five to ten movies of Pixar are some of the best movies yes, of all time. Yes, absolutely. It's not even a fucking question. Toy which Story. Which is why when people talk about new Pixar and they say things are good, I'm like, yeah, but compared, it's not even close. They, they got lost in the they, – they, lo- they, they lost what made the Pixar yeah, movies they, great in the first they place. Lost because Pixar was supposed to be uh, about just like a new type of universe – that a problem was going on, and it had a message. That was yes. it. That was always the thing. Like, <clears throat> like they're getting into like the problem with Soul and Inside Out is like you're in like a human world with like Soul. It got into like religious shit. I was like, what? It, what? What? Religious? What do you? What do you well, mean? Like afterlife, going into uh, death and and coming out and. Just all that type of shit. Like, that's weird for a kid. That's weird for a kid. Compared to Monsters, Inc., there are just – it's a world of monsters. That's literally it where Soul is like, well, you know, there is someone dies and there's this whole afterlife and then you come back from the afterlife and you have to go here. And like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, for for what the movie did, I just, I accepted it and I just like, okay, this is what the movie movie. was trying to do. It's a fine movie. But it's but it's no Monsters Inc. It's yeah. no Toy Story. It's no Ratatouille, Incredibles. Ratatouille, Incredibles. And it's I think not Ratatouille. I think Ratatouille is the best Pixar movie they ever made. Behind Incredibles, I think it's either it's interchangeable. It's either Incredibles or Ratatouille. For me, it's it's always Monsters Inc. and Incredibles. But it, yeah, I mean I, but, those two are my favorite. But but the Pixar movies back then, like they were about something. They were about. You know, the, it, it started from it started from the very and the messages were there more were messages. It, it you know it, like from simply just from a, about a rat you know just pursuing what he loved to do and that's to cook or a family learn or, or a person or or a man learning to you know value his family and 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 understand that yes you know he may miss being a superhero but family's more important than going back into the good old days or learning that or learning that you know the responsibility of you know bringing joy to a kid as someone's toy or um or uh, just simply about a fucking robot learning how to fall in love with another robot do you, like the messages were so great but now it's more of substance it's, it's more of style or or am i getting the, the words mixed up is it sub more substance over style or it's style over substance it's style over substance yeah they're more doing it's like now pixar's just style over substance yeah. and they're just they 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 just feel like oh we have the technology and we have the money let's make the let's make the the, the animation just the great. greatest thing to ever like great. watch on screen instead of trying to tell Coco. a story 
is maybe one of the best animation shit ever. It is, but Coco, but, but not Coco only that, Coco, like, it's a, it, it also has a great story. It's a, it's a good story. It's a good story. There's still this whole element with, like, death and the afterlife, and it's like... I'm guessing you're not, I'm guessing you're what? not, like, a, like, religious. I don't think it works with a kid's movie. I don't think it works. To, to each his own. I feel like, you know, because I, I, I am a Christian, so I definitely do think that an afterlife exists. But if, No, I, I mean, do. I think that there's something, and I think that they're interesting, but I don't think it works with the kids' film. I just – I don't think that it does. Like the whole pr- – even Inside Out is like all about like emotions inside somebody's head, and yeah. it's like this is weird. This is weird. I really I want, was not a big fan of Inside Out. I want a universe where rats talk. I want a universe where monsters are the key component. I want a universe where they're superheroes. I want a universe where toys come to life. Like that those are the premises of Pixar that I miss. I want a fish that talks. That's yeah. what I want. You oh, I forgot what? about Finding Nemo. I Finding forgot Nemo. about Finding Nemo. One of the best movies of all time. Again, one of the first Pixar movies. You, you have these and then you just have the sequels. And it's like the sequels are good, but Oh I, my god. I would I like I actually want to talk to you about that. But we'll, uh, let, let's just yeah, yeah. I want to let me finish this thought. Cause... Let me finish this thought. But I want a new old Pixar movie. Just a Pixar movie that's a simple premise with a very complex message, but a just a simple story. Because I mean, what you said about The Incredibles, you said that it's about a man who needs to appreciate his family, and that's that is what the story is about. But the message, I think. And they reference this many times that not everybody's special. Yeah. And I mean, like, they have all those things and all those messages in Monsters, Inc. It's, you know, loving somebody is about letting them go. Yeah, like, to, lo- to love something, you have to let, let it, go. it go. Like, that's part of what love is. Yeah, and like, when, when, when uh, Soli, or, or when Soli, like, let go, boo, like, that's like, the, that's like some, that's like some hard, that's some, that's some, like, emotional shit. That's, and then when Boo yeah. comes to check the door to see if it's, like, that's some, that's some, like, some adult shit. Yeah. It, like, it is. Letting someone go is, like, some, that's some, that's some adult shit, bro, mm-hmm. that you wouldn't expect to put in a Disney movie, but they do that because it's telling you, like, listen, the best, and you want to know? You know what? Forget, forget Monsters Incorporated for a second. Let me talk about this. Toy Story three. Toy Story three is like one of the greatest endings to a trilogy. And I'm saying trilogy. I don't count Toy Story four. That shit's a piece of garbage. And I, but I'm gonna Whoa. get on. I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna get on that later. But Toy Story three it works because it's a culmination of Andy and of Andy and Woody learning to let each other go. Andy learning that he can't keep he can't keep hold keep holding on to his childhood forever. He has to let yeah. Woody go, and he and he reluctantly get and he at first he reluctantly he, he doesn't want to give um Woody to uh Bonnie. He he refuses for a second, and Andy and, and Andy gives 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 him up because he's like, listen, I'm growing up and I have to let I have to let him go. I can't keep holding on to him forever. And Woody does the same thing. And I was watching a video yesterday, and it was like at the same time they both they both made the decision to let each other go. Woody chooses to to give himself like, to give up give up Andy and be with Bonnie, even though Andy means so much to Woody. He learns to let him go because he loves he loves being his favorite right. toy. He loved he loved being he his entire purpose in life was to be Andy's toy and make him happy. But then he but he comes to realize that 
I mean, Andy's growing up. I can't keep I can't keep holding him back from you know growing up forever. I have to I have to understand that at some point I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna make, I'm not gonna be his favorite toy forever. And at some point he's gonna grow up. I have to let him go and be with someone who is who's who's happy and reminds me. As Bo- when Bonnie first plays with Woody, it reminds him of what Andy was like when he was a kid. And it's like, okay, like, I can I can still have that same purpose, but with someone new who enjoys playing with me. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, it, and it ties in just, if you love something, you got to let it go. They both let each other go. And I think that's the, I think that's one of the, I think that's the most emotional, one of the most emotional movies in Pixar history with Toy Story 3. I think that's yeah. an, it's an emotional movie. Yeah. I mean, the, the Pixar, all the Pixar movies, all the Toy Story movies are good. I even like four. I like four. <laughs> four is the worst one, but I like four. <sighs> I hate four so much. Why? Because okay, this is this is this is what I all right. Um, I I've never saw Toy Story four in theaters. I I held it off for the longest I did. time. I for the longest time I I did not watch Toy Story four, mm-hmm. but I watched it. I think I watched it a couple of months ago, and I just was just like. Why was this made? It just really I understand what the movie no, was that, doing. That was a whole that was a whole thing with the movie. I get I, it. I agree with you. I, I get it. This is this you. is Woody's this is Woody's movie. This is Woody realizing that, you know, I'm not Bonnie's favorite toy and I can I it's fine it's I can, you know, be happy with um, Bo Peep and I can move on with my life and not have to, you know, keep holding on to this, you know, purpose anymore. But this is the thing. It just ruins the great the, it just ruins the perfect ending from Toy Story. Three. Three. And the fact that and Forky and this is another problem. Why I, I feel like Disney really tries to make that one character that everyone's just gonna instantly fall fall in love with. They did it with Forky. They did it with the cat from from Lightyear. They did it with um the Bobo character from Inside Out. Yeah, Bobo, like they they Jimbo, they just I, I've noticed that pattern. Like they really just make a character that everyone that they think everyone's gonna like they without have actually Olaf and, and Frozen. Yes, like and I, I didn't I couldn't stand Forky. I didn't think Forky worked as a character mm-hmm. and it kinda contradicts the fact that it's not a toy. You can't just make something and call it a toy. It's not a toy. That's not how it works. He it's, he wasn't manufactured in a toy in a toy um factory. He's not a toy. And the fact that it, that it comes alive, it just ruin it kinda doesn't make any sense. I mean, yeah, but it is a movie, and they're all movies about toys coming to life. Yeah, but you know, and, but then there was this whole theory on oh, the toys aren't actually alive; it's a figment of the kids' the kids' imagination. Like they they were they are the sentient beings that make them talk and come alive. But that that that's not the case at all. That was never the case. But more on the mm. but more on Toy Story four. I think it ruins the perfect ending of Toy Story four. I think Toy Buzz, Story three. You mean Toy Story three? I think Buzz really was underutilized, and they kind of just made him a bumbling idiot. They made Jesse pretty one note, which is unfortunate because I think Jesse was the standout character in Toy Story two. Um, Bonnie just blatantly disrespects and just disrespects and disregards Woody at, at, at and she's just like, oh yeah, remember when? It, it, I really hope Andy doesn't come back and be like, oh, how's Woody? How's my favorite toy? And she's like, oh, mm. uh, I lost it. That would that's 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 kind of just like it, it, that's a big middle finger to Toy Story three. 
And that just kind of, you know, goes into the fact, like, not every movie needs a sequel. Not mm-hmm. every not every movie needs a sequel. Not seriously. You can't. They gotta stop doing that. And Incredibles two, I think, was pretty disappointing. Even though I wanted a sequel, I was not expecting the sequel for Incredibles to be that mediocre. I thought that was a very mediocre and predictable movie. I think I thought that. Uh, what's another sequel that like you know was not really necessary to make? I know I'm, I know what I'm drawing a blank here. Well, I mean, there's there's so many, but I mean, going back to Toy Story, I completely 100% agree with you that it does kind of fuck up the uh, ending from season three. It, um, season three. <laughs> I, Toy I get Story what you mean. Three. I get what you mean. Um, I agree with that. I think that there's a whole thing with the movie of why is it being made. Yeah. That element is 110% there throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I have to rewatch it, though, because you're saying some stuff that I, I'm not necessarily remembering. I remember Buzz being underused. I don't even really remember Jesse. I don't yeah. remember Bo Peep. Uh, I need to rewatch it. I remember the animation being fucking fantastic. Fantastic, though. You, you, see, you see, though? The shots are so good. You, you see, though? It's so good. You're talking about the animation. It's so good, though. It's good, but that's the thing. So they, they're trying to distract us from, like, oh, the an- they're trying to distract us with how good the animation is it's so that we don't think about the story. It's so Okay, Chris. You, now, now you're concerning me. You just said you said that in that same tone for like five, five, eight times, man. I'm telling you, dude. I, I remember the ending of that movie with the uh, circus. I remember how fucking incredible it was in that movie theater watching. I remember going, "Wow, this is fucking crazy. This is fucking crazy." But I, I remember that I, I did like Woody's uh, story, but I. It felt like there was like 20 extra minutes of the movie that could have been cut out. I didn't really like Sporky. I remember that. I didn't think yeah. it was that funny. The voice box thing, I but I thought that plot point was pretty annoying. Yeah. No, no, no. I understand what you're saying. It was definitely the worst movie out of the four. I said that. It's, it's the weakest of it's the It's the four. weakest of the four for sure. There's there's so many movies. Though, and I don't even wa- – I, I, I think I only watched Toy Story 2 once, and I still think Toy Story 2 is great. Toy Story 2. Toy Story 3 is the one that I've watched the most. Toy Story 1 is the one I've watched the the second most, and Toy Story 2 is I watched the least, but I still think all three of them as a whole is a great trilogy. Oh, yeah, it's a great trilogy. I I watched Toy Story 1, I think, the most. I watched that movie all the time when I was a kid, and I'll go back and watch it here and there. Yeah. But it's good. Oh, but 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 speaking of trilogy, like, because I know you were talking to me about this earlier, but you said you wanted to, like, hear my opinion on Kenobi. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. What's your opinion on uh, Kenobi? All right, listen to me. For all these people watching and who are upset, who are like Star Wars, I'm going to say this, and I mean it when I say this. Kenobi was mid. <laughs> Kenobi was mid. I've I've never been so disappointed in a Star Wars show <laughs> in my entire life. I thought that it was disappointing. I thought that it was underutilizing of its characters. I thought that Reva was trash. You heard me. Reva is not a good character. I don't care that she was un- she was she- I don't care if she felt bad for almost 
Oh, you know, I, I can't, I can't, I can't. I don't care if she felt bad for almost doing so-and-so. That doesn't justify her character. It doesn't. It does not justify the horrible things that she did. They're trying to always make the char- the villains redeemable, and it doesn't work all the time. It doesn't. It doesn't. And I know I'm spoiling it, but Chris, come on. You can't tell me you did not see that coming. What? Oh. With oh, Reva. You cannot tell me you did not see. Redemption. You, you can't tell me that you did not think that Reva was about to get redeemed. You just can't uh, tell me that. It's Star Wars. They do it all the time. No, I mean, I don't know if they do it all the time. Okay, but you're I mean, right. They don't. They don't. But they but do like, it. It is Disney, and I kind of did see it coming a little bit. Though, it, it's so cheesy. It's weird. It's weird how fucking cheesy some of it is. Because Star Wars is never really about. Well, I mean, the third, the original trilogy was a little cheesy. But I'm actually maybe Star Wars is cheesy. No, Star Wars is fucking stupid. It's so, stupid. But some of the best Star Wars is when it's not being cheesy. No, no, even when, no, I no, but, I, I mean, still think it's cheesy, but it's still it's enjoyable though. I I am I I can recognize that Star Wars is pretty ridiculous. I mean, you got people with laser swords who who do space who do you know space magic and they're like space wizards and they fly in these you know, and fly in these you know spaceships and they have laser guns and they're fighting you know with and they're fighting other people with laser sticks and you got a and you got a dude and you got a dude who looks like a who looks like a freaking gorilla making a weird you know no, noise that, that to me isn't cheesy none of that is cheesy. that's just sci-fi what i'm talking yeah. about with cheesy is more the uh, layla Chasing. Oh my god. That, I, I watched didn't, the I, first listen, episode. That was I didn't the watch worst it. thing I've ever I seen. Didn't, I, okay, title. listen. I wasn't I didn't I did not care enough to recognize that that chase scene was bad, but now that, that I'm thinking about it, so yeah. Horrific. That you're telling I've me never... that a, you're telling me that a ten year old girl is able to outrun you... all of those people. You cannot no, tell no, and then they're it's no, not even that, dude. Did you see do you remember the scene? I, Do you I, remember it? I remember it. I'm gonna I remember it, but like I gotta watch it again because it's like, hold on. I gotta try and pull it up because no, I, I know which dude. The most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I, I, all right, I, yeah, I, I know, I know the scene, but like I never, I only watched the entire the entire show once. I never replayed the episodes. Penis. What? Who is this dude? Shut uh, up! I, I, I don't know. I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> I, I get I, it, sometimes like some clips, like they have like you know at the end of it, it's like oh this is the this is the scene for blah 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 blah. Uh, but there's no okay, hold on. There's no way, and I understand that Leia's a li- listen. I don't care if Leia's ten years old. Well, it actually does matter that she's ten. In yeah, this. She's, it fucking does matter. If she was it's like, 30, she's a kid. It be that crazy. She's a kid, but there's no way that a ten year old kid is outrunning all three of those guys. And there's no way that those people are that incompetent and that stupid that they don't try to find a way to... But the person that split... Dude, there was two people chasing her. Then the other one goes the other way. Do you understand how perfect that was to cut her off? They could have easily cut her off. But then he's like, oh, let me stop and let her, you know, get... And I see what they were doing there. They were trying to make it so that she can outrun those guys. Listen... We're not, we're not, okay, listen, we're not that fast at 10 years old. I mean, come on, man. Come on. Pick up the fucking child. And, like, you could have done that in so many different ways. She has this little, like, robot that follows her around. Just give, like, the robot, like, a little gun or something to, like, shoot at them. And maybe that distracts him so that she gets, like, a head start. Just 
anything. Like you can you anything can, at dude, all. What? But what the fuck was that, dude? Like that. That's you, know, you can replace Horrible. that. You can replace that scene. With, you can replace that mu- the music in that scene with the like what? That scene is dumb. It's laughable. It's laughable. I mean, oh, don't, oh, my, oh, oh my God, Chris, you're gonna, dude. If that scene pissed you off, bro, wait till you get to episode four. Oh God, you're gonna get so mad. You're gonna be so mad, man. Sam already told me that I'm gonna be mad at that episode, and I don't want to watch it. Dude, can I? Can I show you the scene? No. Okay. No, I, I gotta watch. You're it. gonna be. Go you're gonna be so pissed. Oh. It is gonna. It is so. And I was mad because I'm like, you're telling me. Don't say it. Don't spoil it. Yeah, I know. But, like, you're telling me that you you guys didn't see that. Mm. Are you guys stupid? Are you stupid? Are you are you just, you know, in, it, it, like Homelander said, is your mind getting fucked by stupid? stupid? Is your mind getting fucked by stupid? How are you not able to see that? You're fucking dumb. It's one of the best lines of all time ever written. Is your idiot brain? Yeah, is your idiot brain getting stupid. fucked by stupid? Like, exactly. That's a. F- I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna use that line now. But no, like, no, like, if that pissed you off, dude, you're gonna get so mad in episode four. It it is ridiculous. It is the most cartoon shit I've ever seen in my life, and it's just like that's some Scooby Doo type shit. It's some Scooby Doo type shit. <laughs> it is Scooby Doo type shit. <laughs> but no, nah, like, no, nah, like, Kenobi. Listen, Kenobi. Kenobi is a very mid show, and it's very disappointing. And what's worse is that it it completely wastes. It, 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 first of all, Ewan McGregor, for the time that he is in, he should be in it more. It completely wastes his character and focuses on a character that does not work. Um, that does that does not work. So, the the black girl is what you're talking. Yeah, Reva, about, right? Reva, Reva does, that's her she does she just doesn't work as a character for me. And My problem was is like why wasn't uh. What is it? The Grand Inquisitor and the like. She was like kind of taking over, and it was like, hold on, the Grand Inquisitor's right, in, right there. Why the fuck is he not the one taking over? Like, I was very confused on why the Grand Inquisitor had like more say than she did. Like, I was a little confused by that. Prepare to be prepared to be prepared to be man. That's all you say. Like I, because it was so odd. Because like the Grand Inquisitor is one of the best Star Wars characters. Ever. Well, prepare Ever. to be disappointed. Dude, prepare like, to be disappointed, my friend, because this, you are not going to like anything that happens with him at his all. His death is one of the best deaths in fucking all Star Wars. In Rebels, there's... I've seen, yes, I've his, seen seasons one and two. His his fucking final line, some... What was it? It was, uh, some things are more terrifying than death, and then just falls into an explosion. That That's fucking crazy. That is fucking insane. I, I mean, yeah, uh, and like the animation that goes with it. It's I didn't so really good. like the anime. I didn't really like the anime. Like no, the way that no, the no, 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 no. Especially the, the thin lightsabers. Some I didn't. I hated that. I liked the thin. Well, I, and I'm not really a big fan of Rebels. I think Rebels really just like kind of drops the ball with it. Well, Rebels is. It's unfortunate that it came after the Clone Wars. It's basically Clone Wars made by Disney, and yeah. you can tell it's literally a copy and paste Clone Wars. It's just made by Disney. Yeah, like take take a shot every time the rebels disguise themselves as freaking clone troopers. Did yeah. take a shot every time that happens because they do it every episode. But um, it, no, and 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 one of you want to know what's worse? I'm a huge Hayden Christensen fan. Anakin Skywalker is my favorite character in Star Wars history. Yes, I know he murders children, okay? I know that. He slaughtered sand people. I get it. But 
I st- but Anakin is the but Anakin is is one of my favorite characters in, in all of Star Wars. Yes, I don't condone anything that he did. I bef- if if you if I have to say this because I'm not trying to get canceled. I don't condone any of the violent actions that he did in the movie. I don't support that at all. I don't support it. But I loved Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker. I think he did an amazing job. And I was never one of those people that hated his performance. I thought he did great with what you know George Lucas gave him. And I know that George Lucas is not the best when it comes to dialogue. I understand that. But this show completely wastes weights it it underutilizes and they don't use him at all. And I'm sorry, they use him, but it's not in the way that you think. It's not that you want more. You want more. Yeah. But you're not gonna get it. You're not gonna get it. And it really and they kind of just like there's like oh you want Hayden Christensen you want that well you're gonna get him just not in the way you think so fuck you. But like yeah, it's like what the f- like what the hell, man? Like I've been waiting for Hayden Christensen to come back for so long, yeah. and this is what you give me. This is yeah. what you give me. He better be in Ahsoka. Or I'm I'm flipping he shit. He's in Ahsoka. He's in Ahsoka. So I mean, yeah, you have at least that to look forward to. I think there's a lot being carried on with Ahsoka. There's like a whole lot of pressure with Ahsoka. But right I don't now. know how long. I don't know how long I can. I don't know. I don't know how much longer I can take with this. With Star Wars, man. Star Wars has been really bad to me. I've I love the Mandalorian. I love Clone Wars. The sequel trilogy. I think Rise Skywalker is a piece of shit. I'm one. I'm probably one of the like twenty people that actually loves loves the Last Jedi, mm-hmm. Force Awakens. I think it's brilliant, but you know, I I think Rise of Skywalker really ruined Star Wars. I think it ruined Star Wars. It gave it set fatigue. It set fatigue, and I think it did because I after Star, Rise of Skywalker, I was like. Another Star Wars thing is coming out. Yay! I'll watch it eventually. Or hey, uh, but no one. I think I, I Mandalorian came out around the same time as Rise, Rise Skywalker came cool. out, so I can't really say that fatigue set in then. But after 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 like Rise Skywalker, it really gave Star Wars a bad reputation because of this of what you know Kathleen Kennedy and Disney did with their with the with the franchise. I'm gonna pee my fucking pants. Um, we, I'm going to try and do something I've never done before. I'm going to try and pause the podcast and then I'm going to try and edit the clips together. Yeah. So this could, the two things are going to happen. This is either going to go on two parts on YouTube and Spotify, or I'm going to try and edit the clips together. So can we take a quick break yeah. and then we'll come right back. So it's either going to be in two parts or it's going to be in the same video and there's going to be some edit here. Yeah. Three, two. Yeah. We're resumed. We're back. Yeah, we're back from our pee break. All right. So we were talking about Star Wars. Yes. And um, you – so the new trilogy. The new trilogy, yes. So you like Episode 7. The Last Jedi? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Wait. Episode 7, I think, is, is uh, Force Awakens. Yeah, that's the Force Awakens. So Episode 8. Yes, Episode 8, The Last Jedi, I think is – it's – believe it or not, dude <sighs> – it might be in my top three. Yeah, I hate that movie. I think it might be in my top three. It inter- sucks. It's interchangeable with the with the Force Awakens, though. My top three is Revenge of the Sith, Empire Strikes Back, uh, either the Force Awakens or the Last Jedi. But I'm I'm gonna say Force Awakens. The Force Awakens, the Last Jedi, and then um, uh, uh, I can't. For me, it goes five. Five. I th- honestly, I'm gonna say Solo. 
I love Solo. I love Solo too. Solo is great. It's a great movie. Solo is good. Solo is good. Yes. So I I don't understand your obsession though with episode eight. Okay, this is this, all right. This is this I is what something it. that I I all right. So do I think the Last Jedi has problems? It does have problems. I think Rose was a very annoying character that I actually have come around to, and I've actually like you know I've actually warmed up to her. And I think they could have done better with her if they had just, you know, given, you know, better thought thought to her character. I think Satine wait, no not Satine, uh Laura Doff's character, I, um the the one with the purple hair. I think I think they could have did better with her character too. I thought yeah, Leia I didn't like her. I that think much. I think it and the pro and with uh Snoke the whole Snoke thing, I think Snoke dying is a bit what the fuck? Like, what? Yeah. Like, you build them up to be this villain. But this is the thing that I liked, because I don't think he was ever supposed to be the main villain. It was supposed to be Kylo Ren. And I think him killing him really signifies that we're not going to do the same thing twice. We're not having Snoke be the Palpatine, and Kylo Ren's going to be the Darth Vader, and he's going to come back to the light side and kill Snoke. I like that he kills him, and I like that it's like I'm the new I'm I I'm him. Like I'm I'm him, bro. Yeah. I'm not sucking up to no motherfucker. I'm him, and I'm killing this motherfucker, and I'm taking over for my for my damn self. And I think I and I do uh, listen. Believe it or not, I think Luke was great in that movie. I think Luke was. I like that Luke was an asshole. I like that he was a. I like that he was kind of a coward because not every. Because listen, the fact that he almost killed Ben, do I think it's do I think it's ridiculous? No, I don't actually. Because I believe that he would. Because after what he endured with his dad, and having to you know, and and you know having having a premonition that Ben was was about to turn to the dark side. Bro, Chris, you're looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, no, no I know what you're but talking like, about. Yeah. But like, um. But like having having a premonition that Kylo Ren was already turning into to the dark side, he thinks like I can't let this happen again. I can't let this. I can't let the galaxy fall into the hands of the Empire yeah. again. I can't. I can't let this happen again. So he thinks about killing him. Is that against? Is that does that assassinate his character? No, because if you if you were in his position and you th- and you had to endure. Years and years and years of the Empire destroying everything that was good. You having to fight for your life to hopefully you know see a better future, and you had to go through that all over again. You would prevent that in a heartbeat. You know you can't tell me you wouldn't do that. Anyone would have done that. Now did Luke have, could have could Luke have gone a different direction? Yes, but sometimes fear makes us do things. Fear makes us do things. It makes us do things that are irrational, and it makes us do things that are against our our moral code. And him almost killing Ben goes against what he stands for. But he, but it is I understand why he almost did it. But at the same time, but then he he, but he never gone. He never went through it. He's thinking to himself, "What am I doing? I'm about to murder. At a, I'm about to murder a child. Well, he wasn't a child. He was like a, like a, an adult or something. I'm about to murder someone who's not even who's defenseless. Number one and and two, it's it's my it's my best friend, it's my best friend and my sister's kid, and he's like, oh, and he's asleep. Obviously, Kylo or Kylo, like you know, caught him at you know wrong time. He thought that he was about to do it, but he actually wasn't going to do it. But you know, he never got a chance to explain himself, and then that's when he completely turned to to the to the dark side. Right. And with 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 Ray, I think Ray was better in the last Jedi than she was in the Force Awakens because I think I like that she was a nobody. 
I like that her parents were no one. I thought I liked that they were just you know like you know, some street some street rats or whatever, and she right. was just like a no one. Because no, I no, think I like that too. I think I because I think the best part about Star Wars is that exactly. anyone, anyone can be a hero. Yeah. You don't have to be related to a magic to a to someone famous to be a hero. You don't have to be you know. Anyone can be one with the Force. The for, the It makes the Force mystical. Anyone can be one with the Force. Anybody can, you know, become a Jedi. And the fact that they ruin it in the next movie is baffling and it just disrespects what Ryan Johnson did. Now, the problem that I think the movie has is what do they do? What the hell, do, what the hell do they do with Poe and Finn? Finn, I think Finn was really underused in The Last Jedi, even though I almost, I like the fact that he, if he had died in, in that movie, I honestly wouldn't mind. I thought I thought he was going to do it. I really thought he was going to kill himself to you know save the resistance, and I honestly wouldn't mind. But it's un, it's very disappointing that Finn was someone who was my favorite character in the Force Awakens. I thought he was going to be the Jedi, and they just completely screw him over for the next two movies. Poe, I think Poe could have been really um really touched upon more if they didn't just make him someone who just likes to blow stuff up. Yeah, no, I I didn't mind that. I Poe was actually probably my favorite character in the new movies. Now looking back on it, he's just this like kind of reckless maniac who works for the rebellion. I thought that they could have gotten really dark with that though, yeah. And they didn't get dark with it. They didn't. You know, uh, I mean, a great example, just like simple plot line off the top of my head. Poe or Poe's name, yeah, yeah Poe. Yeah, it's Poe. Poe accidentally kills somebody because he just likes to blow stuff up. Like, I th- I was expecting that because that's simple. That's off the top of my brain. You could have done some way more complicated. But, I mean, like, let's say you just accidentally kill someone because that's Poe. And, like, it, it would have just dawned on him a lot more, I think. I think it would have been a lot more interesting to see him go really, really dark. Finn was kind of, I thought Finn was going to be like the new Boba Fett, new Mando, sort of like, he was just going to eventually get like, he wasn't going to be a Mandalorian per se, but he was going to get probably like some pretty cool armor, I thought he would have some pretty cool fucking weapons, I didn't think that, maybe he would even carry a lightsaber, I didn't think that he was ever going to be a Jedi, but I thought- I wanted him to though, I did. Yeah, we. I don't think. I don't think that we needed a Jedi, especially uh, if we had Ray. If we had Ray as the good Jedi, but that's the. But here's the thing, though, because even though even though I like the fact that Ray is, um, I, even though I like the fact, uh, even though I liked Ray in the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi, I can I can still see why people call her a Mary Sue. Yeah, you know what I mean yeah. because she really. And I'm not saying this to disrespect Daisy Ridley or anything, or to disrespect Ray as a character. I like Ray, but it, it's kind of hard for me to, you know, it's okay. Root, She's okay. It's it's kind of hard for me to root for a character who always just wins at everything. You know what I mean? And, I, and and this could be this could and and this is and and you know to make and to make sure that I'm you know I'm not being you know. Or, or you know, being sexist or anything. This is a Again, problem. Stop with the sexist thing. I know, you but like a sexist but, thing when you criticize female characters. But I know, but like I gotta, I gotta explain myself. This is because you love Ahsoka, right? Yeah, I do love yeah, Ahsoka. I love Ahsoka too. So there are good Star Wars characters. There are bad Star Wars characters. But yeah, but Rey like Ray, it's hard to root for someone who always wins at everything. It's kind of. The best characters are the ones that struggle and they and they get put through the ringer and they fail. Yeah, and Ray, and Ray yeah. just never has never failed in the trilogy. No. She's always won, and it's kind of hard for me to you know 
it's kind of hard for you know me to root for um because we already saw Ray beat Kylo Ren right. in the first movie. So how is how do you expect us to believe that Kylo is gonna win the entire like win the win in, in the end? Kylo Ren should beat the fuck out of Ray. I mean, it, it's so ridiculous. It's even even if Kylo Ren was injured, he's still a more skilled lightsaber duelist than then, than 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 Finn and Ray combined. Yeah. So it's ridiculous that Ray, and regardless if she's a Palpatine, Ray doesn't have any experience. Ray doesn't have any experience, and I and and Finn doesn't have any experience. I expected Finn to lose. I expected him to lose. Even the fact that he and and you can clearly see that Kylo Ren was toying with with Finn, like Finn. he he was messing around with him. As soon as he got hit, he's like, "All right, I'm, I'm gonna take this motherfucker out in like two seconds." But you know, again, but against Ray, like he just—he's struggling, even though he has more experience than Ray. Which is ridiculous, and it is ridiculous. It's like I—I I understand that you want Ray. If you wanted Ray to be force sensitive, fine, fine, do that. But don't make her win in the first fight that she ever had against Kylo Ren, and then just like, because she's she's beaten him in every movie. She's beaten him in every movie, and and, and Kylo Ren's supposed to be better than her. But she beats him in every movie. I'm not trying to say that, oh, Kylo uh, – but the facts are there. Kylo Ren's more experienced. He was trained by Luke Skywalker himself, him, himself, and I guess Leia. Leia is also strong with the Force, but she he loses to, to Rey for a fight, twice. For a fight scene in Star Wars, legitimately you need nine months of choreography you training. Do, like in real life are you talking about? In like, real life. In real life you need not like – that's how the, that's how long that fucking lightsaber battle took in uh, Phantom Menace, and 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 fucking Obi Wan. They said that they trained for like fucking six months. At yes, least for both of them. Learning how to use a like that, I can and if like and I think getting it right too. Obi Wan and Anakin, real. that that fight probably must have took like close to a year to prepare because I mean, are you, kidding me? you have to memorize every, every move. move, every single. Move. Exactly, you can't get it wrong. You no. have to un- you have to memorize it step by step by step by step. You have to memorize what foot what foot you're gonna use, which yep. stance you're gonna use, where where you're gonna be when the next person. You gotta yep. anticipate. You got to, you have to anticipate. I can't imagine how hard it must have been for Hayden and you know Ewan McGregor and Ray Ray Park and um, Daisy Ridley and all those people who have used the lightsaber to un- like to memorize their movement, yeah. like the movements. It must. So credits to them. Credit credits to them for you know understanding and re- real. But to be honest, though, the fight, the the, the lightsaber fights and choreography in the in the sequel trilogy are trash. They're they're kind of trash. They're not good. They're not, they're not good at it's all. It's not good, and it's disappointing. To it say is disappointing to, to go from a freaking fight like Duel of the Fates or the Battle on Cloud City or the Mustafar battle or um you know Battle of the Geonosis to. That like what? No, 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 no. I mean, it's just not even acceptable. It's not. And even what you said—the whole fall of Luke Skywalker and how you describe it—that sounds like a decent idea, but the execution of it, I think, is just fucking terrible. Like, well, I don't I mean, think that they executed it well at all, and they definitely used uh, tell, not show. Show, okay, yeah. And show, I, don't tell. And like, I always say, show, don't tell. Yeah. I mean, the, I think half of that movie should have just been. Mark Hamill, like Luke, honestly, yes, like because just, Luke Skywalker is one of the most iconic that, characters that in Star whole, Wars history. That whole story is so complicated, like so, so, so complicated. Of like how he falls and 
But I don't even think that even if with all that happening, he would go and hide up on a hill for 30-some years or whatever it was. I mean, maybe, but, like, again, I mean, the dude, he fa- like, he fa- like to, to Luke, he, he, feel like he, he felt like he failed. Like, he failed the galaxy and he failed everybody. And sometimes it's, like, it's best if I just don't put myself in that situation because I feel like I'm going to make it worse. So why? Maybe, but, the, again, they did not execute that well at all i mean yeah i mean they they try to make him like the the yoda character they try to make him like yoda who like you know went into exile for like you know for many many years different though but i i do like i do like though they try to make it an exile thing but the thing is that they had the empire so they were hiding from the empire in in luke skywalker there's no empire he's just letting kylo take over like he should be out there trying to stop kylo yeah and he's not yeah i mean but like with me i just i mean i gotta take it for what it is i mean yes like it it you know he did it felt like he was kind of he well not kind of it felt like he was being a coward but at the same time i understand why he's being a coward and you know and with luke i do like how luke luke is not perfect i like that he's not perfect he's not a perfect he's he's not you know this this legend that people. I mean, yes, he's he is a le- he is a legend, but like he he doesn't seem he doesn't see himself as this legend character that every or or this legendary hero that everyone sees him as. And I like that at the end, the dude for like he he sacrifices himself to make sure that everyone else can live, so the fight can still go on. Mm-mm. And I I think his death was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I'm not gonna lie, the death of Luke Skywalker in the new trilogy is probably one of the best. Like him dying in front of the two in the twin sons is so fucking brilliant. Like it's so good. It ends with it. It started with him looking at the twin sons, wondering what his life was gonna entail, and it ends with him looking at the twin sons, coming to accept that I've done I've done my part. This Ray Ray has to continue has to finish what I started. Yeah. It's genius. No, 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 no. That part is genius, and the way he uses that. The whole thing with Ray, though, is that she. We needed like a training sequence. We needed like a training montage or a training sequence. She just has all this power, and it's like, where the fuck did it come from? Well, if they did that, then people would have said that, oh, the Last Jedi is, you know, Empire Strikes Back. But and I understand that they were trying not to make it Empire Strikes Back, even though no, I kind of got no, elements that it. I did crazy. get elements that this was basically Empire Strikes Back, but they didn't really fall into that narrative. No, there are like they tried to. There was a mixture of Empire Strikes Back and the last and and uh, Return of the Jedi because. But that. But yeah. But yeah, it's like you know, and and you want to know what Ray kind of remind. You want to know who Ray reminds me of? Who? Korra from the Legend of Korra. I don't know that. So Korra, so if you've ever if if, if you ever seen the Avatar: The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra is a sequel of that of that series, and Korra is the new Avatar. And Korra, at the age of and let let me mind you, learning how to bend all four elements takes months, maybe years at a time. And Korra already knows how to bend three of the four elements at the age of five. <laughs> do you see what do you see what's yeah. wrong with that? Yeah. Aang, the fact that Aang learned how to the fact that Aang had to. And the fact that Aang had to learn how to bend all three elements in a span of a year is impress is, is it's impressive and it's and it shows that dude like this is some hardcore shit. But he had to he had to do it because it's like dude like I have to learn how to bend all these elements. And it doesn't even show the whole show is about is him training. Yes, right? but it doesn't even show Korra learning how to bend all three element uh, the th- mm-hmm. the three elements already. She just can do it. 
Yeah. She can just do it on command. Yeah, and that's part of the problem. And that's not that's not like the I, you... I don't have a problem with her bending. I don't know. I have a problem with her learning how, like already bending the three right. elements. Right. My problem is that we don't see her bend. She can just do yeah. it in automatically yeah. without without fail and and you know the next like 10 years she does learn how to train she does train to become the avatar and everything she trains all three elements but we already saw her she was she was she was a prodigy she was a prodigy already she was already a prodigy yeah. so this it doesn't i mean it doesn't so like now it's like okay so she, she trained so the dude so she's already you know at strong so like why what is the point of the show and obviously the show does have some good moments but I just don't really like the Legend of Korra it's not even because of Korra just all around I just never really liked it and it just you know considering that it's you know the sequel to The Last Airbender it's pretty, it's pretty disappointing but that's not the point the reason I'm saying Ray Ross of Korra because Ray has power she has she is one with the force she is one with the force and Korra is the avatar and Korra and Rey are both intertwined with how the, with the fact that they both have all this power and they and they well Rey more than Korra. Korra has actually been challenged, so I will give Korra that she's been through the okay. she's been through the gutter. I've never seen the Legend of Korra. Yeah, but like, but so Rey has really Rey has never. I don't feel here. Yeah, Rey has never been challenged. Like she's never been tempted by the dark right. side. She was never you know challenged except for the first movie. And even when she was weakened, even though when she was kind of weakened in the in the in the in um, Rise of Skywalker, she still beat Kylo Ren in the fight. I mean, she yeah. still did. Yeah, you know, it's uh, I don't know. It's just kind of sad the whole way that whole trilogy planned out. I hope that they make that not canon. Honestly, <laughs> it's canon. I hope it's not though. It's canon. I, it, I it's hope, canon, bro. I hope they make it not canon. How can they make it not canon if it has Han Solo, Leia, and Luke in it? You just said it's not canon. It's kind of hard, dude. I, I mean, no, they, they I a, can't watch the sequel trilogy the same anymore. I yeah, really no, can't. I can't. I can't either. But they can't say that it's it's fucking not canon. They they have this whole plot thing where like, do you know the whole thing theory with rebels? Rebel? Like, what do you mean? So, um, do you remember? Do you know the end of rebels? With Ezra like sacrificing himself? No. No, 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 that was Kanan who sacrificed himself. No, I mean like Ezra, like he like at the finale, like Ezra, like he does sacrifice himself for the rebels. He doesn't die, but he is like I think he's like gets teleported or transferred into some like fucking universe, some shit, and then like mm -hmm. it ends with Ahsoka and like Sabine like trying to find him and something or, or something. Oh, oh, Ezra starts fighting Grand Admiral Thrawn, and then Ahsoka takes off with someone else to go save him. But I'm talking about. When, um, what was it? Ezra pulls Ahsoka out of a portal. Yeah, the time portal. The time portal. And, um, uh, Ahsoka was supposed to die by Darth Vader. Oh, basically. yeah, no, she was, she was supposed to die, so, like, when she fought Darth Vader, they but could, somehow they survived. What they could do is because Ezra or Ahsoka died, Mandalorian never meets Ahsoka. But if you have another alternate timeline where Ahsoka gets killed by Darth Vader, Ezra doesn't pull Ahsoka out of the time portal, Mandalorian never meets Ahsoka, so uh, Grogu never gets with Luke Skywalker. So that could lead up to the First Order taking over, all this shit happening. But if Ahsoka lives, they could just say, well, that was an alternate timeline where Ahsoka dies. That's honestly something that they could do, but time travel is very tricky. 
it is one of the most trickiest I like mean, but if they only plot, plot devices one thing once yes but time travel but, but when it comes to time travel you have to be very very careful because I end- think it lines up though. Right I mean, now, it, yeah, but like, I mean, time travel theory. Well, yeah, with time travel, I mean, look at Endgame. The time travel aspect. Oh, it doesn't make any. Fucking it doesn't sense. make any fucking sense. Doesn't make any. Fucking it makes sense no sense at all. Especially the end with Captain America. You have like no idea what's going on. Literally no, I don't. Clue. I don't understand because and and how Hulk. Don't even get me started with fucking Hulk in that movie. But you know what? Fuck it. Fuck, fuck it. Um, Hulk, Hulk, I fucking hated Hulk in the end game. Hulk, and Hulk is a bitch. Hulk's they made him a bitch. A bitch. He yeah. made him a, they made him a bitch. Even in Infinity War, he's he, a bitch. No, he's a, he's not, he's barely, well, I mean, he is in the movie for like two minutes and then he never comes out again. Yeah. But, yeah. but. He gets fucked over by Thanos it's and then really runs away an, like a bitch. And it's disappointing because Hulk is one of my favorite Marvel characters and he's one of the strongest characters in Marvel, you know, in the Marvel comics, yeah, Incredible Hulk is one of my favorite comic book movies, and in that movie, Hulk is a fucking rage monster. He does not. He's he's he is not anyone's bitch. He doesn't get bitched by anybody. If he gets beaten, he's not given. He does not give up. Hulk doesn't. If there's one thing that Hulk does, he does not give up. He yeah. doesn't give up at all. So you're telling me that Hulk doesn't want to get it? Doesn't want a rematch against Thanos? Really? And then and then and then Banner's just like okay let, let's just team up and become one and just be like you know the ban- the branch and the brawn and become one. I mean, I never liked Professor Hulk even in the comics. So when they did that, I'm like okay, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's, it's strange. It's really strange. And then you know him explaining time travel. I'm like that's not how time travel works. Time yeah. travel works where now you, you know now time travel can be perceived in different many different ways. You go back in time, you change something, and then that past becomes the future, and you create a time paradox. Right. Or you, but the whole if you go back into the past, you, whatever you change does not affect your future. It just creates a, an, an alternate timeline. That's not how time travel works. Well, I mean, it can, but they don't even stick with it because they why, is, why is Captain America in your timeline? Exactly. Because he should have left the timeline he because should've. he went to another alternate And then and then timeline. and then with the and then with, you know, the Sorcerer Supreme and the Infinity Stones, it's like if you take one stone out of the if you, you know, take the stone out of the timeline, it, create, it, it that doesn't that they they're, so they're not even following their own timeline. No. Time travel rules. No. It's so strange. It's really weird. And then with Loki, it's like so. You're telling me that Loki transfer, transporting out of his universe sets off the TVA, but the Avengers going back in time and taking those Infinity Stones and messing with an it's they didn't just take the Infinity Stones. They messed with the timeline. Yeah. The, Captain America was not supposed to interact with the other Captain America. Hulk was not supposed to you know freak out and you know be all. That that scene was dumb, but even then, they, they were, he wasn't supposed to do that. No, Tony was never supposed to give Anthony, or sorry, not Anthony, uh, his dad Howard. He was never supposed to give his dad. You know, wait, I don't think he ever did though. So I don't, I don't think his dad ever. Loki was weird. The whole Loki plot line that that was strange too. It, it, no, yeah, like Loki, should, like Loki, Loki transporting out of his universe should not be that bad that it sets off the TVA but the Avengers doing all that shenanigans they don't get the, the TVA doesn't stop them and be like oh you can't do that that doesn't make any sense they're well, not apparently res- they're supposed to do they that. weren't supposed to do they, no 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 <laughs> that doesn't just, make any sense yeah, it doesn't make any fucking Loki, sense Loki Loki you know like you know escaping doesn't 
change that doesn't change the entire structure of time and it ruins the timeline. Well, now, here's the other thing too is that Oh, wait a minute. So if that's the case, Thanos transferring from 2014 to 2023 doesn't mess with the time doesn't mess with th- with time? Yeah. What? No, it doesn't. No. Not at, all. Not at all. That doesn't make any sense. Also, Captain Marvel didn't um care about Thanos at all because she was off saving other planets when Thanos was conquering other planets, but they didn't ever actually meet up on the same planets because Don't get me started with that they bullshit. Didn't. Don't get me started with that bullshit. So you see how it makes sense? Because it doesn't. Like, no, don't whole- get me started with that, oh, where were you when all this shit was going on? That's why Eternals is fucking ass. Because yeah. the Eternals doesn't the entire movie makes no sense as to why they didn't interfere with Thanos. Because let's look at this from the from the movie's rules, because the movie told me so. Thanos stood in the way the snap that Thanos did undid the the birth of the celestial from the from the earth. The earth needs to evolve so that the celestial is born. But Thanos got in their way and snapped or half of life from every single planet, not just Earth, from every single planet. So it's a cataclysmic event. Everything gets affected by what Thanos did. So you're telling me that the Eternals don't interfere with something that's going to stand in the way of the Celestials' plan. Tell me how that makes any sense. I don't know anything it makes about, n- about the Eternals. I didn't watch the Eternals. Okay, so all right, so let me, so, so let me, okay, so if you haven't, so let me explain the Eternals, the entire plot of the Eternals. Okay. So the Go Eternals, ahead, so so the the Celestials, they're they're these sent, they they are these gods who are born from each planet, like they are born from the from the people, the population evolves, and then the Celestial is born from those humans evolving. At some point. So uh-huh. Earth has a celestial that is going to be born after the humans are evolving and growing and overpopulating. So. Okay. Hmm? Okay. Okay. So yeah, you, you're following me yeah, so I'm far. I'm following you. So Thanos, him snapping, him snapping like, and, ha- and wiping off ha- half of all life of the, in, in the entire, you know, you know, not even universe, just like every half of everything, half yeah. of all life delays that plan. The human, like the celestial, can't be born if half of life is is wiped out. One thing Star Wars always does really, really well is you always feel the time period yes. that it's in yes. very, very well. Even in Obi Wan, everyone's terrified and scared, and it's like, okay, so this is when the Empire's around. Yes. So this everyone, everything is affected by the Empire being around. Yes. And if you want a story in Star Wars that's not affected by the Empire. You go a little bit before or you go afterwards. Yes. And so you kind of feel all of that. Even in Mando, you feel you tell this, You can tell that it's after it's, it's after, after because, um, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and like you have some resistance here and there. They're like, hey, uh, what are you doing here? This is like a resistance planet or whatever. And you have some of that. But even then, Mando's like, get the fuck off me. You're not the Empire. Exactly. Like, and he just flies away from them. And then the resistance is like, well, yeah. we're too small. So we can't go after man yes. right now. So like you have all these different things all going on at once, which is always fucking awesome. But, yeah, and they, they but they explain it to where it makes sense. To whereas where it makes whereas sense. Marvel they don't. So no. so I said all that to say this. Thanos and Thanos what Thanos did should have let the Celeste the, the the big the head celestial of all celestials they, he should have been like, all right, because the, the internals, they're not allowed to interfere with any human conflict. They right. can't. They're not allowed to interfere. 
they can't they couldn't interfere with anything that happened because it would mess everything up. Right. But so the big celestial should have been like, okay, I know I told you not to interfere, but for but for this once you have to because this is gonna get away. This is like Thanos is getting in the way of our plan to to make this celestial be born. So I need you to interfere for this one time because right. this is actually like this is this is he's getting in the way for okay. every single celestial. Okay, let's talk real quick before we gotta we gotta wrap this up. Sorry, right, yeah. we've been talking for almost two hours now. Damn, which is fucking crazy because it was an hour and twenty five minutes, so we're at about thirty minutes now. So we're about probably one hour and fifty five minutes. Damn, <laughs> so damn. we're ah uh, damn. Yeah, we started at noon. It's uh two oh three. Two oh three. Uh, damn right it! Now. It's been a very very. I'm low key hungry as shit too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. uh what what are your plans after uh, now that we graduated high school? What are your plans now? My plans are to go to college. I'm mm-hmm. going to UMass Amherst. If you can't see, I'm wearing a UMass Amherst hat. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Minutemen. So yeah. Yeah. My, but, uh, what are you doing now? What's your uh, major? I'm majoring in uh, sports management. Okay. I want to be a sports analyst, and uh, I'm just really looking forward to just you know the atmosphere of college and just meeting new people and just uh, enjoying you know what life is you know has in store i mean i'm gonna miss everyone obviously because like easton has been more of a home to me than randolph has and it's not just be it's not because like i hated randolph i enjoyed randolph i really did but it's just like i never really interacted from anyone in my town right. as much as i did randolph instantly i made f- so many friends and i'm gonna talk about this in my documentary like there's a i'm talking about all this shit that like all like this the shit that i you know Everything that I before I moved here, I'm talking about this in my documentary. So like, you know, stay tuned for that. But I genuinely just, you know, Easton has become like home. It's become home for me. And even though I was, I was never from here. It's some. It's a. It's a home that I'll always. It, it's a place that I will always call home, and I will always feel like welcome to be. You know, you know, an Easton resident. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. No, no. No. I know what you're saying. I'm glad somebody likes this town. Um. <laughs> Oh, don't get me wrong. There's, there's some parts of Easton that I do not like, but I like the people. So that's that 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 that's what makes me feel, you know. I don't even like the people, bro. Some of the people we got like half the people are cool here, and then the other half fucking piss me off. But um, what what uh, would you feel about graduating? I mean, high school's over. Do you like the fact that we're done with high school? I am glad when I when I got that diploma. It's like, bro, I made it. I made it. I got my diploma. I'm like, wow, like I'm really just about to become an adult. I cannot believe. I if if someone were to tell me that at some point you're going to graduate high school and you're going to be out in the real world, I would have just been like, you're kidding me, right? Like, no, there's no way. Cuz like back then you you think graduation is like so far away. And yeah. then when it happens, it's like, holy shit, where the fuck did all the time go? Yeah, I know. I always remember in seventh grade, somebody said, oh, my God, we're seventh graders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're, and then seventh grade, it was like, oh, wow, we're we're in middle school right now. And now, all of a sudden, we're, like, graduated. So Yeah, man, it's like, flies. and I, this is so cheesy, but I always like to think my, I, I always think my life is kind of like a TV show. So it's like, you know. It's like all successful people do, I think. Yeah, you know, so it's like you know, senior year of high school, it felt like the fucking series finale of like my childhood, practically. 
Like, season one was when I was born, and season 18 is, you know, the fucking end. It's the end of my childhood. And then on to another, on to the next, off to the fucking spinoff, the college years where I'm all, where I'm on my own. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's like, cause like, it's so fucking weird. Cause like, I, cause it's like, damn, like if I, like if I was a TV, if I, if my life was a TV show, I would be like, you know, the side character, but then the college years would be, I'm the fuck, I'm the main character. Are you the main character, Jaden? I feel like I'm the main character <laughs> in some aspects sometimes, but sometimes I feel like I'm not the main character. You're the main side character, I'm the Jayden. main side character. You're the main like, side character. You're everybody's favorite, Jaden. But when I, yeah, I'm like the dude that would actually get his own TV show because I'm a fan favorite. Oh yeah, you're Saul. You're Saul Goodman, I think. You are the <laughs> side character that gets his own TV show. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to believe that, honestly. Yeah, I think you are, too. Yeah, All right, man. man. Jaden Grannon, everybody. Uh, coming enjoyed? out with a documentary soon. I yeah. want to get you back on right after that documentary comes out so I yeah. can watch the documentary. I can talk to you all about that and talk to you about all the uh, love, pain, and joy that went into that fucking long, long journey. But, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Any last words? Anything uh... else you got to say? Thank you for having me. Hopefully, I can be on this this podcast one more time Absolutely. before right before you know we all you know go our separate ways. Yeah, but before. you know, enjoy being on here. Thank you for having me, and uh, for all the people watching, thank you for watching. Yeah, this part. Yeah, I think this episode was way better than the first one we did. Oh, today. absolutely, absolutely. So we this was really really fun to do. I had a fun time making this, and I'm. Yeah, you came on. We talked a lot about movies, TV shows, yeah, all that shit. We didn't even get into any political stuff. Yeah, we didn't. I want to get into all the political stuff, but nah. we started talking. Nope, no, no, well, no political stuff for me. No political stuff. You have no opinions on anything going on. I, listen, I'm not a political guy, so I know nothing. I know little to nothing. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna put my. I'm not even gonna put my two cents in. But like again, but like yeah. Thanks for you know having me, and I always enjoy you know talking to someone who's. As intellectual as me when it comes to like movies, movies and shit. editing and all that type yeah. of shit. So yeah, absolutely. All right, thank you everybody. Thanks for watching. Uh, we're gonna end this now. Bye bye.